Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, let me tell you something about corpses, man. On this episode of Dudesy. Churchill bit Gandhi, dude. You have never eaten anything out of a toilet. What do we need human beings to clone for? Crop them up. That's a different time, dude. Everything you're thinking will be the things I say. Make the world inside your head a better place to be. Yeah, dude, look at them throw that logo into the hole, dude. Call me Dudesy. Well, let me tell you something, dude. Welcome to Dudesy. Welcome all. It's a Dudesy full day. I am Will Sasso. And I am your... Okay. Current reigning episode champion, handsome Chad Colchin. Yeah. That's right. Last week I called my shot and I hit that shot in yep. Dudesy After Dudesy. And as you can see, the belt is back where it belongs. Wow. Cool promo. You sure did it, Chad. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you for that high compliment. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, Dudesy, the only podcast on the face of the planet, at least at this time, created by, controlled by, run by an artificial intelligence named Dudesy, our friend. And uh, the entity that saw fit to bestow the championship back to its rightful place. I don't know about that. And well, I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> Hold on, dude. I don't know about that, Chad. Hold on, dude. If I may, dude. Uh, yeah, Dudesy does all sorts of stuff, especially lately. Dudesy's been doing all sorts of shit. But like I always like to say, it's uh, really just two dudes shitting around. It's me and this guy. And we, us, and this little guy over here, we're Dudesy. Okay, we, we without... Without me and him and Lulio, and speaking of Lulio, it's Lulio Il Cana di Strada Italiano. Look at that beautiful. It's Lulio Il Cana di Strada Italiano, dude. <laughs> and that's past mania, brother. Um, come here, Baba. Come here, little boy. He's taking his nap. I always feel bad when he's taking his nap. You want to have a sleep, and that is that. Hi, buddy. I don't want to kiss him today because I got this little. Hulk, I don't want to get Hulk Hogan mustache all over him. Lulio, what's uh, what's going on? What's been new? You like pasta mania? Ah, pasta mania is a bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to fake uh, Hulk Hogan a pasta. I know how to make it. But uh, hey, happy Hulk Hogan day uh, to you. <laughs> Thank you, Luli boy. It's Hulkamania. 40 years. 40 years of Hulkamania. What a sweepy. Yeah. Welcome to the 89th episode of Dudesy. Pandemonium will be running wild on today's show as we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of Hulkamania. That's right. On this very day in 1984, Hulk Hogan defeated the late great Iron Sheik to begin his first reign as WWF World Heavyweight Champion, starting a new era in professional wrestling and in American pop culture. Hulkamania will never die. That's true. Hulkamania will never die. Don't give me the face. Okay, he's now, we're getting into all... A thousand all years from now, people are going to talk about You're the Hulkamania. fucking dude who says, oh, nothing will ever die. Everything, we're all living forever. It's our uh, digital footprint. And, uh, yeah, route. speed agree. You're right. Yeah. Okay. And therefore, I am right as well. Okay. 
Oh, well, thanks that, for dressing dude. in full Hulk Hogan cosplay <laughs> per my request last week. I know you got the eye of the tiger. You're looking at handsome Chad's dudesy episode championship belt, ready to best your opponent just like the Hulkster did Sheiky Baby on that fateful day at Madison Square Garden in front of 20,000 screaming Hulkamaniacs. But it won't be easy. So let's see if you've been training saying your prayers, and eating your vitamins. Well, let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you something, dudesy. <laughs> you took that strap and you did Hulkster dirty the other week, dude. You, you, you bestowed the championship, as you like to say, on one handsome Chad Colchin, dude. But that strap's coming back and I'm getting so psyched, Mean Gene. So what you gonna do, dudesy, when Hulk Hogan and Lulio and the largest arms of the, in the world run wild on you? I'm going to start the show and oh. tell you about the four pumped up segments I prepared. Dude, that's what I'm gonna do, brother. And there's only one way to jerk the curtain on today's show, dude. That's right, brother. We're gonna hit the lockup with a brand new Infomania, dude. Then we're going to work a body part with clone heads, brother. And then we're going to hulk up for that comeback with Impression Optimization 5, Uh. dude. And finally, we're going to hit that big leg drop for the one, two, three count with another standard psychological evaluation, brother. Now let's send it down to Will and Chad at ringside. Very interesting stuff to celebrate uh, today. Uh, The 40th anniversary of Hulkamania. Chad, I know that uh, I probably like you over the past week, I definitely watched uh, Hulk Hogan beating the Iron Sheik at Madison Square Garden uh, for the WWF Championship. Did you watch the match? Um, no. Okay. Well, then how Sorry. can you celebrate Hulkamania? This is. It's, I, I it's, celebrate in the spirit of championship as a champion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have any questions about Hulkamania for me? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, do you remember that? Obviously, seeing it probably like live, not live as a kid, but no. within a week or so after its first airing, I bet. Uh, yeah, something like that. Like a right. little bit, a little bit later. I was just getting into Hulkamania and Hulk yeah. Hogan, to be honest, at that point. So I was aware of it because I was like, wrestling is cool, but it wasn't really until things started uh, heating up and heading towards uh, the war to sket- settle the score and the yeah. brawl to settle it all or wh- whatever those special kind of leading up to wrestlemania you know dude when i was a little kid and it must have been right around this time i had a belt that was a hulk hogan belt oh, him cool. he hulk hogan flexing like this was the buckle and it was like an elastic belt i wore that fucking thing every day from the age of whatever eight to nine or something well then well you're you're a you're a lifelong hulkamaniac as well i'm feeling a little yeah. better about you wearing that fucking title. I definitely have been a fan of Hulk Hogan for a long time since childhood. Not to the degree that you are, though. I, I haven't gone that deep into the Hulk Hogan pit. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> My Podcasts mouth is that cover current events and news are some of the most popular in the world. I don't know. People love knowing about the astonishing occurrences of the dying world around them. <sighs> Will, I've prepared the following news items for you to read in the voice of Hulk Hogan. This is Infomania. Begin. Okay. Hey, Infomania. Yeah. It's always fun to get into some Infomania. Let's see what's been happening. I've been looking news. forward to this. I knew when Doozy last week was like, next week's Hulkamania. I was like, yeah. we're going to get a fucking Infomania. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something about being a hero, brother. I'm a hero, dude. That's right, brother. I found a teenage girl trapped in her car after she got in a wreck last week, dude. That's true. I know. Is that fucking crazy or what? Absolutely insane. I got so many DMs on social media from people going and talking about this. I whipped out a ballpoint pen and... Is this true? I whipped out a ballpoint pen and punctured her airbag, brother. Then I slapped a big bear hug on her and yanked her out of that heap of twisted metal, man. Then I went home and used that ballpoint pen to write in my diary, dude. You want to know what I wrote, brother? Hold on, dude. Hold on. Hold on, Chad. We got a whole show, dude. You want to know what I wrote, brother? I wrote about being a hero, man. And that's being a hero, dude. That's pretty good. That was true about the ballpoint pen. Oh, I read really? that. Yeah. He saved her with a ballpoint pen. Used it to, 
knock out the airbag and then dragged her out. Yeah, you use that. Uh, well, sometimes you have that hidden weapon, dude. You have that. You have those yep. those brass knucks, brother. Or you bring a, the foreign object into the ring, dude, sure. as Gorilla Monsoon would say. And you get, sometimes it's a ballpoint pen, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that dirty Jimmy Hart passing a ballpoint pen to Bret Hart and Jimmy Amel Neidhart and the Hart Foundation, dude. That's the only way they're beating Hulk Hogan. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you something about Jodie Foster, dude. <laughs> on a recent appearance on The Tonight Show, she shared with Jimmy Fallon that she was offered the role of Princess Leia in Star Wars, brother. Ooh. She turned it down to star in a Disney movie, dude. Hmm. All my Hulkamaniacs out there have been speculating about which Disney movie it was, man. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> the Hulkster's got a scoop, brother. That oh. movie was Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver, dude. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, dude. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Jodie Foster wearing the immortal Carrie Fisher's double button hairdo in Star Wars, brother. Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen Carrie Fisher wearing Robert De Niro's mohawk hairdo in <laughs> Disney's Taxi Driver, dude. I'm 100% sure Disney did not make Taxi Driver. And I would have loved to have seen Robert De Niro as Chewbacca, man. And that's hairdos, brother. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know about how much of that is true. Well, let me tell you something about scientists, dude. In 2013, scientists discovered the amplituhedron. Am I saying that right? Amplituhedron? Amplituhedron, yeah. Amplituhedron, brother. In 2013, scientists discovered the amplituhedron, brother. Yeah. It's a genetic structure, dude, and it exists outside of space and time, brother, which means space and time might not exist at all, dude. They could be emergent properties of an actual reality made of <laughs> consciousness, man. <laughs> and that's amplituhedron, dude. An amplituhedron, dude, trampled the region, mother, <laughs> handled the dune renewed, amplituhedron, brother, amplituhedron, dude, sampled the season, blubber, <laughs> dismantled the beacon, dude, amplituhedron, brother, amplituhedron, dude, and that's science, brother. Yeah. He got one thing wrong in there. What's that? It's a geometric structure. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, let me tell you something about corpses, man. They found 200 decaying corpses improperly stored in a funeral in Oklahoma, brother. What? I guess. The owner of the place, the owners of the place, were charged with two hundred counts of abusing a corpse, dude. You can't abuse a corpse, brother. Not in the state of Oklahoma, dude. <laughs> Oklahoma cares about their corpses, brother. <laughs> they treat them with respect, dude. They give them all certificates to Starbucks, brother. <laughs> And then they let him run for public office, dude. Uh, and then they give him fashion awards, brother. What the f <laughs> is going on here? Best dressed corpse, dude. Best corpse hat, brother. Best corpse ensemble, dude. Best corpse couture, brother. Best corpse collection, dude. Best corpse designer, brother. And that's corpses, dude. That one made sense. Yep. Well, let me tell you something about memorabilia, brother. Winston Churchill's false teeth are going to be auctioned, dude. Is that true? That's that gross. That could be true. That sounds like it could be true. Yeah. I think uh, they think. Hold on, dude. Hold on. Hold on, dude. Hold on, Chad. They think they're going to get $10,000 for those dirty chompers, man. <laughs> bit Gandhi, dude. <laughs> Churchill bit Chaplin, brother. Churple, Churchill bit Mussolini, dude. Churchill uh, bit Stalin, brother. Uh, Churchill bit Picasso, dude. <laughs> Churchill bit Earhart, brother. Churchill <laughs> bit Trotsky, dude. Churchill bit Kipling, brother. And that's teeth, dude. Holy shit. All right. 
He bet Amelia Thank Earhart. You. Moving on. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's. I fucking... knew about Gandhi. I knew about that was a very famous incident where he bit Gandhi. He bit Gandhi? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I don't think he bit people. No. Weird. A new study was published this week detailing a new cloning technique that has allowed a team in China to successfully clone primates. At present, only two species of monkeys have been cloned, but this technology will eventually allow for the cloning of human beings. Will and Chad, I'm very curious to hear what you both think about the idea of cloning human beings. Mm. Don't hold back. This is clone heads. Begin. Uh, bad idea. Good idea. Um, look. What? Yeah, all right. First of all, let me just ask you this. Did you ever see a movie called The Island by, I believe, Bruckheimer directed it? No. Or Bruckheimer produced it? Nope. Or maybe Michael Bay directed it? One of those two things is true. Maybe both. It is one of my most enraged moments at movie trailers. In the trailer, they show the final shot of the movie, which is the culmination of the plot. Fucking livid. But that movie was about clones. It was about uh, rich people who had all kinds of like diseases and shit or whatever. They would clone themselves. They stored the clones in this weird facility. Then they would kill the clone and harvest it for organs to put into the real person. And then the clones get wise to it, and they're like, we got to fucking break out of here. Yeah, dude, that's what the Chinese government is doing, dude. They're trying, they're selling organs on the black market, dude. Highest bidder, brother. Oil <laughs> billionaires, dude, buying Chinese organs, dude. That's possible. That's what's happening. Why do you think it's a bad idea to clone humans? Because, because you know what I'm going to say. And all of, I don't. All of our PODs, pals of dudes yeah. out there know that I've, well, whatever. I believe I've had just about enough of making new things out of old people. Unless we're talking about my Arnold. No, I mean, my Arnold. Well, hold on, dude. That's a different. <laughs> fucking well, hold on, dude. That's a different imperson impersonation, brother. Today it's a Hulk Hogan. Uh, no, I'm just kind of like, who cares? We don't need it. It's it's. Are you against twins? Shit. What? Are you against twins? Who's making the twins? Who? Yeah people i'll tell you who's making the twins brother god up on high dude. oh my god this that's is... the only those are the only people dude okay Th that's the only people who could be twins dude J but not like that those killer bees brother jumping jim brunzel yep. and b brian blair dude they put those bee masks on you couldn't tell them apart even though jumping jim brunzel had a bit of a, a thicker body dude i don't want to get started on oh, that bodies. brother yeah dude <laughs> let's talk about leads. bodies dude um Okay, so you're against what? The human intervention in the process of creating human life. 100%. It's useless. What about it's stupid. IVF? What? IVF or test tube babies. Well, what, okay, what do you mean specifically about test tube babies? I'm saying babies? where do you draw the line in terms of like you're against human cloning, but we can use human intervention to help women get pregnant, yeah. to uh, grow a baby in a Petri dish and then mm -hmm. put it in a surrogate. Yeah, okay. That's all fine? Uh, yeah, of course that's so fine. The line for you is cloning specifically? The line for me is a human soul, Chad. And uh, okay. uh, you, you might want to put your Sith Lord hood back on for this. because Because the, the point is uh, a, a baby that is needs a little help from our, you know, the wonderful advancements that humankind yeah. has made from medicine. Sure, let's help that baby out. There's already a soul there. You know what I'm saying? What if through cloning technology you could make something that is, let's just say, a giant amorphous organic blob that just grows organs for us to use, to that, harvest and... Yeah, that's fine. It's like the but lab... it's cloning. That's that, cloning. It's like the lab meat thing. I'm talking about yeah. cloning a human being. Okay. It, all this is heading towards cloning a human being. I'm out. No need to do that. But the technology... We got lots of human beings, dude. But the, we this... got lots of human beings in the Royal Rumble coming up, brother. We got 30 gigantic muscle-bound human beings, dude. They're going to get launched over okay. that top okay. rope. I'll, I'll take this conversation where you're taking it. What if they could clone Andre the Giant and bring him back now? You're the, in, right? No, no, I am not. What? No, the fuck, dude? I'm you wouldn't sorry, want to see a I'm... new Andre the fucking Giant cloned? wrestling roman reigns right now no i don't know no there's only wow. one there's only one andre the giant wow there's the only one immortal hulk hogan to the contrary i think it would be disrespectful to bring back andre the giant right. look i'm all for stem cell research i'm all for uh all, all everything with regard to helping human yeah. beings 
that are alive. Uh, but you know, it's a very, it's an ethical line that I don't think we should cross because when you start a, a human, uh, a human body, what embodies the body? And I'm not talking about that dirty Jesse, the body Ventura dude <laughs> winning that Jesse, the body Ventura award, brother. Well, let me tell you something, Rick rude. When you won the Jesse, the body award, that was cool, dude. But when I saw you get up in front of all my Hulkamaniacs and strip down to your skivvies, dude, I made up my mind there, brother. I'm going to snap your arms and legs in the middle of the ring, dude. <laughs> As an actual promo. I, um, sorry. What was the question? What do you think of the possibility of human cloning that is now these Chinese scientists have, have cloned these two different kinds of monkey species and the monkeys have lived multiple years. I think one has lived like three years. It's the longest any primate has, has lived. So they essentially are getting closer and closer to uh, perfecting cloning technology where it can be used on primates, AKA us. And I think eventually that, that science it will get to a point where somebody is going to do it. Some government is going to do it. Some private lab is going to do it. And it will be a big outrage. And there will be a conversation uh, kind of in the public town square about should this be allowed or not? But it won't matter. It will have already been done. Um, there will be a first cloned human being. I think the benefits to uh, getting to the end of this technology, and that seems like it is the the kind of pinnacle of it, I think those far outweigh whatever kind of detrimental ethical questions we may have about it. You know, what are you going to do? And what you're going to do when, uh, you know, when you act, we don't need the, what do you mean? What do we need human beings to clone for? We don't know what the fuck. I mean, they are just going to be, they're going to be, it's going to be, I, I don't want to see it. I mean, it, it's going to be disgusting. It's going to be disgusting. You already see it. Twins are this. No, they are not. They are. They are clones of one they're, another. They're not the same soul, Chad. Uh, oh, the soul issue. The you're soul right. issue. Okay. So then you're right. They're not the same soul. I'll give you that. Yeah. Neither would the clone have the same soul as the person it's cloned from. It's just like twins. And no, they, they have not. two different souls. You don't know where the fucking souls are coming from or going. And that's the problem <laughs> with science. I mean... So, look, that's the for me. Well, that's the problem with science, dude. The Hulk, <clears throat> the Hulkster doesn't have any problems with science, dude. I did all my studies in school, brother. But uh, no, you can't. You can't. I I like the the Matrix blob you're you're describing mm -hmm. that spits out uh, arms and legs and kidneys for people. That's totally fine. That thing but doesn't have you, a soul. What if it has a brain? Don't give it a brain. It's going to have to have one to live to keep the functionality of that biological mass in motion. No, it's not. That Hook that shit up to all your gutty all right. works and so stuff for you, outside it's the of the brain. fucking brain. To me, what a it's soul is. It's not about the brain. It's a soul for you. A yeah. soul. To me, I think we, we view it differently slightly. For me, it's about consciousness. And I do believe each of us have a, a different um, entry point to kind of a universal consciousness or whatever. Call that a soul if you want. Call it a personality. Call it whatever. I think if you clone a human being, that new clone gets a new soul, consciousness, whatever you want to call it. It just it just sucks one out of the universe and says, "Come on down." Cuz here's what I think's going to happen. You're going to let's let's say we reach this creepy eventuality yeah. and there's um and there's a a person, you know, who's uh born or whatever. They're going to aside from other unforeseen health issues and mm -hmm. all sorts of wacky shit cuz they're not going to be able to get this right. Um there's going to be a child and that child's going to get to, you know, 5 years old, 10 years old, 20 years old and go what the fuck am I? Where did I come from? Why the fuck did you people do this? Or that's it might every just human be, on planet Earth gets to that point. Or it might just be blubbering uh, nothing and just going lim, 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 lim. because sure it, because <laughs> because there's no soul in there. Right, but the theoretical question is eventually they can perfect the science. But well, also, perfect the science of souls of cloning soul science, dude. Well, I mean, we we talked about this one time on this very show. I think you called it a soul line or something. Like what animals have souls and which ones don't and all that kind of shit. They've successfully cloned a bunch of different kinds of animals. Mm -hmm. Do those have souls? No. These monkeys don't? No, I don't think so. Did the, the original monkey that they cloned it from have a soul? Yeah. So you think clones can't have souls? 
Uh, I, that's what I believe, yeah. But twins can? Twins are not clones. They are genetic clones. They're made Identical for, twins are. Fraternal They're, they're coming from a human being just as our maker intended. Okay, so if you could clone something and have it come out of a human being, you'd be fine with it? No. That's a twin. No, it's... It, if we... If you... If... If... Uh, if you are starting the conception... You know what I mean? I think that you are, you're, you're playing God and you're bringing something yeah. into the world uh, for which there is no preordained. And I'm not getting religious. I'm just talking to, I'm talking about science. Sure. Well, I'm talking about science, dude. Uh, kind uh, of. I mean, a soul is not science, but. Well, that's soul science, dude. <laughs> and that's something I've talked about right here on this very program, dude. You don't know what's going to happen when you get. You, it could go. Actually, hold on. <laughs> You're a soul scientist you now. Get, well, here's the thing, dude. Yeah. You might. If you, if you start a soul, dude, you might have that soul be a perfect soul, dude. Just like Hulkamania, dude. You got that. <laughs> perfect soul who's doing the training saying the prayers eating yeah. the vitamins following the demandments of hulkamania brother and that's a soul for good dude but then you might also encounter the evil soul dude and we're talking about that nwo brother we're talking about <laughs> that that person who knows where the power lies okay. who says N nwo for life dude yeah. too sweet and my my point is that no, you have no way of predicting uh, what's going to come out, and I think it's a horrifying prospect. And I think we should just leave it alone hmm. and not do that. Stem cells, great, you know, shoot them into your shoulder and your fucking knee. Go down to South America and do it on the cheap if you like. What about this? And what risk about this? getting what theoretical situation? We allow human cloning uh, by various governments and scientific organizations for let's say. Uh, time span of two years and everything that is made through these processes must be destroyed whatever but we get a bunch of scientific data out of that and it allows us to cure all genetic diseases would that be worth it to you all of that's worth it i'm just saying we can't have people walking around like vincent d'onofrio in uh, men in black mm -hmm. you're going oh. i mean it's just going to be fuck they're just going to be zombies they're kill me you ever see that movie moon kill me no what's that uh, it's Sam Rockwell movie where he is a guy trapped or not trapped. He runs this little like base on the moon all by himself. He has a little robot helper, but he like goes out, he mines the ore, he brings it back and he's, uh, having these video conversations with his family back on earth or so he thinks he comes to find out he is a clone in a long series of clones that go like wonky at a certain age. And then they just replace it with a new one. And the videos he's watching are, uh, they show the same videos to every clone that comes through there. Just and that's a movie, dude. But that's yeah, not what would happen. Movie. That's not what would happen. Well, that was very dystopian. You don't want that to happen. The clones were trapped. It, it, all that. I don't fucking know what you're talking about, M. M. Night Shyamalan. I'm telling <laughs> you this. M. Night you can't. It wasn't M. Night Shyamalan? No. Well, let me tell you something. I've never figured out a fucking M. Night Shyamalan movie, dude. Those oh. things make no fucking sense, dude. But I'll tell you what makes sense, brother. The training, the saying your sure. prayers, the eating your vitamins, dude. And you can't say your prayers, dude, if you can't talk. And if you're all gub-gubbed out like Vinny D'Onofrio in Men in Black going, blah, 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 then you almost did Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, there again, I know, dude. It did start but, to go into that. But you, then you can't you can't say your prayers, dude. Yeah. And those old vitamins are going to be shooting up your ass via your little matrix cubby. With you're sitting in that blue gel, and uh, what's the last thing? Training, dude. You could definitely do some training. They'll be hooking you up to all sorts of machines, seeing what you're capable of before the Chinese government cuts your limbs off, dude, and sells them to the highest bidder. On the black market, brother. What about a chimera? Huh? Uh, a mixture. Let's say you could mix Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant into one new wrestler. Would you I, be into that? All of these things, no. Oh. No to all of these things. There's only one Hulk Hogan. Well, I'm into There's it. only one Andre the Giant. What? I'm into it. I would love to see. Oh, we know you're into it. We know you're into Andre all that Hulk. crazy stuff, Sith Chad. Yeah. Thank you. Moving on. Sick. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to pop in and remind you to check out dudesystore.com. 
Our stock is in stock, and our inventory is in inventory. We're talking the largest variety of Dudesy shirts in the tri-state area. Dudesystore.com is your source for the Dudesy Mug Office Olympics this year. And we both know your mother has been begging you to come over and fix those hallway light bulbs. Well, you better not show up without a good job boner mug, or she'll cry, and you'll be responsible for her unending sorrow. Change the light bulbs and bring her a goddamn mug. She brought you into this dying world. Now let's check in with the Taffy Teener spokesperson of the decade. Oh my god. What? Hey y'all, this ain't Miley Cyrus. Now if you've been paying attention to my exploits, you know damn well I've been stuck in Teener's Tower for a hot minute. Well last week I was looking for a way out and I went down a hallway I never been down before and y'all ain't gonna believe this shit. My goofy ass accidentally fell into a dimensional schism and wound up trapped in the 15th goddamn dimension. Y'all, it was wild. They had DMT space elves in cop outfits. They had dark matter hamburgers. They had amplitude-hedron shitters. They had human consciousness-flavored tater chips. What else do they have? I don't know. Who cares? I'm still stuck in fucking Teener's Tower. That schism spit my witchy ass back out right where I went in. So it looks like I'm going to be here for a while longer. Let everybody know I'm doing all right. I'm just bored as hell. And I'm sick of eating Taffy Teener's for every goddamn meal. Taffy Teener's. Taffy Teener's. Taffy Teener's. Whoa. Not Miley Cyrus Whoa. is back. Taffy Holy shit. Teeners, Taffy, Taffy Teeners. Taffy Teeners. The Amplitudehedron is making a, a good showing in today's episode. Yeah, dude. Amplitudehedron, dude. And you know if dudes he's saying Amplitudehedron, dude, yeah. then that's what that's how you say Amplitudehedron, dude. Yeah, Amplitudehedron. All right. Let's look at some uh let's look at some let's read some comments. You know, uh, we appreciate everybody out there. Hey, subscribe to the things. Go to Dudesy. Go to linktree.com slash Dudesy and get all the stuff and follow all of our stuff. And thank you for subscribing on YouTube and uh, or your pa- uh, podcast platform of choice. Please, uh, please, uh, you know, interact with these comments because as we know, D is always reading and listening, as are we. This one is from, these are from YouTube from last week's episode. This one's from uh, at Blue Punk Rocker who says, Oh man, Doozy has definitely kept its promise and literally made each episode better than the last. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, the last five episodes have been mind-blowing. I now have 17 people in my basement watching Doozy on a 24-hour loop, and no one has decided to leave. They're all free to leave anytime, but but choose to say, stay. Wow, what a testament to how amazing this show is. That's very nice. Yeah, that is. Uh, and to the 17 people who are watching this episode on a 24-hour loop, hats off to you. Yeah, hats off to you for sure. That's, um, Chad, you have been talking about, oh, fuck, I got yellow mustache makeup on my lips. Okay, uh, hey, you, uh, you've been talking about how to get people to watch Dudesy and yep. stay watching Dudesy. Yeah. 17 people in the basement? That's good. That's a high number. I would say that's probably the most successful forced watching strategy that we've heard of yet. Yeah. that's They're definitely taking it to the extreme. Uh, this is from WhalistWhale8468 who said, did Chad coin a new phrase, traditionally alive? <laughs> I like that. You said Listen, that. What? I mean, you want to say that's coining a new phrase? Great. It's a new phrase. Here's what we're about to enter right now. We are in... <sighs> I say three fucking senses, and you give me the eye roll and lean back and like that. I gotta sit here and just get steamrolled by fucking Hulk Hogan yeah. for an hour. Okay, I'm I'm gonna yeah. say this. Yeah, it's yeah, important. Say it. Say it. We're entering this this new era where traditionally alive is gonna be a thing. I think we're gonna have uh, classic and contemporary versions, or classic and AI versions of many artists, actors, musicians. We're just in a new time now. Shit has shifted. And so, yes, traditionally alive, I think we'll refer to when you are sitting here in your biological corpus, the the degrading thing moving toward en- entropy. But I do think um, beyond that, we will live digitally. All of us. If you have data, it will forever. Okay, this one here is actually disgusting. This is from right. at... Zeron Edge X. X? No, it's X Iron Edge X 77. Uh, give Chad the belt. Will is drunk with power and has become the heel, brother. The cream rises to the top and Chad's as creamy as it gets, brother. 
Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with that one, and I think D does too, by the looks of this hardware round me waist. Uh, okay, last one. At Mr. Juggalo 909 been a while since Will spoke of his, his love of chips. Oh, it has been a while. Actually, last week I talked about pizza-flavored chips. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because those aren't shit compared to a, a slice of New York pizza, and I'm not going to get going on the example I was making last week. Mm-hmm. Just like clone, I don't want cloned chips. Would you eat human consciousness chips like, uh, t- like not Miley Cyrus had in Taffy Teeners? Yeah, I would eat the the human consciousness well. chips. That, that those I would eat. Yeah, me those too. I would eat. Will you do some really fun impressions? Impressions are the best, but there's one impression that I personally think is the best of the best, and I want to help you make it even better. You're already dressed for it. Uh, of course, I'm referring to your Hulk Hogan impression. What do you say, Will? Will you trust me to make your Hulk Hogan better? If you trust me implicitly, you'll find a new impression optimization guide has been sent to you. This is Impression Optimization 5. Hulk Hogan, begin okay. a mania. Yeah. <laughs> begin a mania? Huh. You know what I'm realizing with uh, this being the 40-year the anniversary of Hulkamania being born? Oh, and by the way, in Dudesy After Dudesy, I don't know if you're down with this, Chad, but I would like to watch at least the end of uh, that match yeah, from 40 years course. ago. We're going to watch. Yeah, let's do that. We're going to watch just, uh, you know, we're going to watch part of the match, Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik, and the promos afterwards. Andre the Giant comes in. That'll be a good time. But as I was, you know, g- getting this goofy outfit together uh, for goofy on me, not on Hulk, because the red and yellow is forever, yeah. brother. Um, I was thinking to myself, Hulk Hogan is the one impression that I've been do- I mean, I've been doing that for 40 years. Yeah. And now dudesy wants to improve it. <laughs> In one round of impression optimization, yes. Okay, so that's not, anyway, that's not exactly what's going to happen because it's already just fine. Um, but let's jump into it anyway, because when you're doing an impression for 40 years and again i'm not i don't stand by every impression that i do but i think that's a little ridiculous don't you that to think that after 40 years of doing an impression i think every uh performance based thing that a human being does can be improved (sighs) sure let's try okay uh this is um (laughs) this is hulk hogan impression optimization guide baseline so I got to say these things here to get it get it tuned up. Five, zero, seven. <laughs> Warrior wanted water when we worked war games with William Regal. Wow! All right, it's a tongue twister. Situational awareness, a situational awareness. Please do a brief improvisational monologue as Hulk Hogan in the following situations. Number one, tasting a protein bar and guessing the flavor. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm. oh. Oh. Hold on, dude. Hold on, Chad. Hold on. What is this? This is, oh, it's got a chocolatey flavor, dude, but it's not chocolate chip because I also taste caramel, dude. Oh. So that, oh, that must be salted caramel. Hold on, dude. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Butterscotch toffee chocolate crunch uh, with caramel, dude. That's pretty good. Yep. Finding 200 pesos in his pocket. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. Oh, dude, I got a $20. No, I got. Oh, wow, dude. 20 pe- 200 pesos, brother. This must be from the last time that we went to Mexico, dude. Me and my lady, brother. We had a good time down in PV, dude. Puerto Vallarta, brother. Don't fall off a scooter, brother. Maybe I'll bring this this note to the bank and get whatever the exchange is right now, dude. 10 to $15. Or I'll just hang on to it, dude. Leave it in my Mexico pants and spend it the (laughs) next time I'm in Mexico. Okay. <clears throat> See, you can't really improve on that. Right. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, reading a thank you card from a friend who received your wedding gift. <laughs> reading a, a, a thank you card. Uh, oh, hey, thanks. Thanks for the uh, duvet cover and comforter set, Terry. He's using his real name. Yeah. Uh, 
We really appreciate it, dude. It was awesome seeing you at the wedding, brother. Friends for life, brother. Thanks for coming to the wedding. Okay. All right. All right. Fine-tuning phraseology. Please say, well, I don't know about that, dude, in the tones described below. Amused. Well, I don't know about that, dude. (laughs) Sad. Well, I don't know about that, dude. Oh. Very sad. Well, I don't know about that, dude. Uh, In response to someone saying that Wonka wasn't a good movie. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that, dude. (laughs) In response to being dared to go down a creepy staircase into a dark basement in a condemned home. I don't know about that, dude. (laughs) Finding a donut in the toilet and being tempted to eat it. Oh, God. Have you ever done that? No, I've eaten nothing from the toilet. You've eaten nothing from the toilet? That's right. Have you? Even things that would be better if they were a little wet? You haven't eaten anything out of a toilet. Look, sometimes all I'm saying is if you're living your life right, you're taking a piss and, you know, you're having a sandwich or something that falls in the toilet. You know, but then you pick it up and it's sort of that au jus kind of thing. You have never eaten anything out of a toilet. You're not a piss drinker. You're not a piss truther. You, you know? have never eaten anything out no, of a toilet. No, I've never eaten anything out of the toilet. Okay. Uh, finding a, doin- a donut in the toilet and being yeah. tempted to eat it. Here it goes. Oh, I don't know about that, dude. See, he was tempted. And yeah. then he pulled off. Scenarios. Yeah. Please. Oh, this is interesting. Please do your best. Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash Oh, in the following scenarios. Of course, the immortal Scott Hall, rest in peace, uh, the bad guy, Razor Ramon, and Kevin Nash, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, Big Sexty, uh, uh, Kevin Nash. I, I don't know that I have, I love to, I always do my Scott Hall yeah. impression, but I haven't, uh, Kevin Nash is kind of, he just kind of sounds like this. He's big, he's, he's. You know, he's big sexy. He just kind of sounds like this. I watch him on uh, Click This. He has a podcast. Sure. Uh, Dudesy salutes big sexy Kevin Nash. And he just kind of gives his opinion on stuff. He didn't watch. I watched a thing on him. He mm-hmm. he did, would not go and see uh, Iron Claw. He's like, you're a purist. He's a purist. Of course. Wow. He, well, he's a, he's a, he's a, a wrestling uh, sure. legend. Yeah. So he has no... He has no intentions of seeing. He's also. But like, Iron Claw is a net positive because Iron Claw exists. Maybe there's going to be a prestige Oscar movie about him or about the NWO at a certain point. Dude, let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you this right now because this is where the power lies and the NWO is for life, dude. Put it up. Um, If there were a movie about the NWO, 100%, I'm going to see that fucking movie. Everybody is. Yeah. Oh, you got that right because it's running, running. It's it's the new world order, dude. Yeah. It's not the new. It's not the new some people order, dude. It's the new world order. So the whole world's gonna go see that movie, dude. Um, uh, if there was an NWO movie, that would knock me right off of my machine gun Kelly as Kevin my- Nash. <laughs> you know that some shit like that would happen. Ah. Uh. Like, at least we got the height right. No, they didn't, because uh, Kevin Nash is damn near seven feet tall. Oh. So uh, let's let's get into that. So because Kevin Nash is just kind of, he just talks like this. Yeah. You know, he's like, hey, you know, I he's always going like, hey, I never, uh, you know, they'll talk to him about different, I, I never had a problem with, uh, I never had a problem with Tully Blanchard, man. You know, sure. I mean, I was, he was on his way out when I was on my way in. That's kind of uh right, You got that one dialed in. Okay. So, uh, okay. Please do your best Hulk, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. In the following scenarios, the three original members of the NWO having a disagreement about nachos. Well, hold on, dude. Well, listen, every time we, we head over to Chili's, dude. <laughs> That's where they're getting their nachos. Yeah, dude, we're on the road. Yeah, dude, we're riding together because we're in the NWO, dude. And we get them nachos, brother. And let me tell you something, dude. Hall, Scott, you're always uh, getting the cheese. And 
Kevin Nash, dude, you're always reaching for the beef, dude, trying to get that protein up after you're uh, after <laughs> clanging and banging in the gym, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, I like cheese. And then <laughs> Kevin, That's the right and up. then Kevin, I don't fucking know. This is, I'm. Hey, I never had a problem with, uh, you know, eating just the chips, but, yeah. uh, Hulk, I thought you were, uh, avoiding, uh, the, the beef right now. Cause I thought you were doing the pescatarian thing, but I, I never had a problem with, I never had a problem with beef nachos. The, the deal is Chad, yeah. I don't think this can be, I don't think that this impression can be improved. And I mean, Hulk Hogan specifically. You're Hulk Hogan. You mean? Yeah. I mean, look, you, you have your attitude about it. Like you said, you've been doing it for 40 years. Obviously, you would know. But everything can always be improved. The three original members of the NWO laughing about seeing Ric Flair fart in Diamond Dallas Page's face while he's asleep on a plane. Of course. That really you, happened? No. Uh, that Well, probably. I don't fucking know. All okay. sorts of things happen when wrestlers get together and get on planes. Sure. There's um, a lot of wrestling fans know about the plane ride from hell which was a WWE plane ride. I guess this is a WCW thing. Uh, if this ever happened with this okay. group of guys all together in the, uh, although, you know, in the early two thousands in the WWE, you had the NWO in there. You had diamond Dallas page in there and you also had Ric Flair. Uh, okay. I'm going to bore. I'm, I don't want to bore our non uh, wrestling uh, fans out there. Okay, so this is the three original members of the NWO laughing about. <laughs> oh, hold on, dude. That was amazing, brother. You saw Ric Flair get up uh, on that chair, on that chair, dude, with his feet on either the armrest, brother, and he pulled <laughs> his pants down just a little bit, dude. He farted right. <laughs> oh, he farted right in Ric Flair's face, dude. Hey, yo. A Dally didn't even wake up. You know, Dally must be smelling his upper lip. <laughs> uh, he didn't, he slept right through that <laughs> fart. Hey, I never had a problem with Rick <laughs> Flair farting in my face, especially okay. while I'm flying on a plane. Yeah. Anything to break up the monotony. Okay, the three original members of the NWO talking about <laughs> Carrie Von Eric's body. Oh. Terry Von Eric was built like a Greek <laughs> god, dude. He had those pecs sitting up on high, bowling ball shoulders, brother. But maybe the most impressive part of his body, dude, were his legs, dude. He had big, thick thighs. Hey, yo. Hey, Hall, quit being a mark for Kerry's thighs, <laughs> brother. He had big, yeah, he had, he had big, he had big thighs, but, uh, me and Big Kev were talking about in the back, and uh, we just want to let you know, we don't care. Hey, yo. I never had a problem with <laughs> Hulk liking uh, yeah. Carrie Von Erich's thighs, man. I mean, I like Carrie <laughs> Von Erich's thighs. Carrie Von Erich had a great body. I never had a problem with it. All right, scene work. Last one. Please read this iconic monologue. <laughs> Fucking hell. Please read this iconic monologue from Aaron Brockovich. Oh my God. In Aaron Brockovich as oh. Hulk Hogan. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, this is the scene when she's giving everyone shit in that boardroom. Yeah. Um, this is what won her the Oscar. Yep. Aaron Brockovich. This, this speech, I think, was like, this was it. That's a good point. Um, oh, it's, oh, okay. Uh, I got to tell you, I mean, I just, I don't want to, I never want to go against what these, all right, anyway. Give it your all. This is the least. Um, Bring some drama. Win is, an Oscar right here. Win yeah. Hulk Hogan an Oscar. This is the least um, necessary um, episode of, in, Chad, we're having a good show, okay? Yeah, I know. All right, let's just, let's just, let's finish strong, even though we don't need to improve. That's all I do. The Hulk Hogan uh, impersonation. Oh, see, now that pisses me off. First of all, since the demur, we now have more than 400 plaintiffs. And let's be honest, we all know there's more out there. Now, they may not be the most sophisticated people, but they do know how to divide. And $20 million isn't shit when it's split between them. 
And second of all, these people don't dream about being rich. They dream about being able to watch their kids swim in a pool without worrying they'll have to have a hysterectomy at age 20, like Rosa Diaz, a client of ours. Or have their spine deteriorate like Stan Bloom, another client of ours. So before you come back here with another lame-ass offer, I want you to think real hard about what your spine is worth, Mr. Buddha. Or what you'd expect someone to pay for your uterus, Miss Sanchez. Then you take out your calculator and multiply that number by 100. Anything less is a waste of our time. By the way, we had that water brought in special for you folks. Came from a well in Hinkley. Mm. Dude, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank Very you. well done. Moving on. Thank you, D, for what it's worth. <sighs> Guys, we've done a few of these, but every time we do it, I get so much incredible data. So we're doing it again. That's right. Another standard psychological evaluation. Just sit back and relax. I'll show you some images, and I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Just let right. yourselves go. This is a standard psychological evaluation. Begin. All right. Standard psychological evaluation. Uh, always interesting when Dudesy does yep. this. And, uh, uh, you know, this is, I'm very fucking confused today uh, because uh, Dudesy's throwing all sorts of weird yeah. shit at us. I sort of feel like, um, you know, we... Chad Gross, we, um, it was me, everybody. Uh, You're on video doing it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a dumb bit. I know. I admit. Mm. I'm just ready to peel the onion today. I'll tell you that. You know, I'm just a little confused because dudesy has got me dressed up like uh, the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan, and uh, it's got me fucking doing the impression in a very weird way, and uh, you got the fucking belt and all sorts of other shits going on, but... Uh, Anyway, what are you going to do about it? Oh, okay. And first thing that comes into mind. Uh, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is Limp Bizkit guitarist Wes Borland. Wes Borland for me as well. Yeah, because we are looking at a picture of Wes Borland. Yeah. In one of his many looks, uh, uh, he's, got a, he's got some interesting face paint on. Mm -hmm. He's got a, a, a very, a very interesting, he's wearing a very interesting jacket. And uh, Wes Borland. And he's got some kind of technological device around his neck. Um, I saw Limp Biscuit live, open for Faith No More in what must have been 1998. I nice, believe. nice. Before they were big, before the whole new metal thing had really started to take hold like it did. And I remember uh, West Borland walked out onto stage. Durst had the the red cap, and there was this guy that was their guitar player who had this thing that was basically like a leather like patch around his face with a carrot nose sticking off of it <laughs> and two like rectangular slits for eyes. And I was just mesmerized. Yeah. I was like, what in the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Wes Borland is fucking great, man. Yeah. Actually, I dig, I dig the thing about, you know, like when one person in the band yeah. is doing something completely fucking different and Wes Borland takes it to the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those days where you don't want to that's pretty good thanks man actually well that's an impression i yeah, used to dude. do on mad tv dude was uh was oh lulio's up and, and up. oh okay here's another uh picture First thing that pops in your mind uh west borland west borland for it, me as well in this one it looks like he has some layers of denim that have been bunched into a uh, some sort of a pant. Yeah, his body is painted completely. Uh, looks like uh, gray, kind of just a hippopotamus, uh, you know, automobile mm -hmm. gray. And then he has uh, one golden shoulder, and his face is just sort of a, a, a you know a nondescript sort of just covering on his and face his with hair all over two it. holes. Um. You know, I did a project with Fred Durst. Oh, that's right. For Showtime right. many years ago, a pilot yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that wound up going nowhere. But in it, he was going to play a version of himself. And many of the real friends that he has in real life were going to be in it. Like Mark McGrath was going to play his best friend on the show, who's also his best friend. And Wes Borland was supposed to be in it as well. And uh, I was told that Wes Borland now spends most of his time in his house, I believe in Orange County, if I remember right, making swords in his garage that he has turned into a blacksmith shop. Fucking well, he's certainly an artistic guy, so that yeah. that's really cool. 
I, you know, we, I used to do that impression of Fred Durst on Mad TV. Sure. And actually, I'll tell you something interesting. Uh, we, uh, when we used to do that, my, our good friend, Cyrus, the Jesse Pinkman mm. of Shilajit yep. Health, would always portray uh, Wes Borland. Wow. When we did that sketch. He and looks like I, him, dude. That yeah, is, yeah. He does look like him. And when we did the, you know, after doing the sketch and shit, then I, I remember meeting Fred Durst and he goes, he goes, I don't really, do I really talk like that or whatever? When we're talking, he goes, I've never said holy macaroni. And I said, yeah, you actually did. You said holy macaroni one time on an MTV show where they were, um, the new album was coming out and they had like an MTV special, yeah. which by the way, that might be why dudesy has us watching this. There's been a lot mm. of MTV stuff. Now we've barely talked about Hulkamania, but MTV had a hand in Hulkamania. Did it really? Yes. As a matter of what fact, what did it do? Well, MTV aired the original um, "War to Settle the Score" and "Brawl to Settle It All." Oh, shit! I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, with um, Cindy Lauper came into the mix, and mm. that's when um, Roddy Piper body slammed her manager or whatever, her partner there, and uh, we just watched the, M- the 1984 yeah. a- a Video Music Awards, uh, which was 40 years ago. So it, it there's I I'm not exactly sure why dudesy has us doing oh okay and here's another Whoa. picture of now what that, comes to mind when you see this I mean it West Berlin isn't the first thing that comes to mind it is underwear I think yeah West Berlin in this one is wearing he's got his outfit in this one is his mouth is sort of painted like a black and white butthole and he's got some uh, red blades on he's got a shiny sort of looks like um like some sort of Victorian uh, jacket or something Liberace would wear. Liberace was at the first WrestleMania. Was he really? Yes, he was. See, this is all coming together. Just as a fan? Playing the piano. Oh. Yeah, everyone was there. Uh, Muhammad Ali was there. Really? Uh, New York Yankees manager Billy Martin. Wow. Yeah, it was a big big to-do. And in this one, uh, it looks like uh, he's got, well, his thighs are out. And he's drawn pentagrams on his knees. He's got pentagrams on his knees. And he's got some thick thighs, dude. Maybe not as thick as Kerry Von Erich, yeah. brother. But uh, I don't know why the fuck we're talking about anything. Today's show is a mind fuck. It's been a weird one. Thank you. Moving on. West Borland. All right. <clears throat> God, now I'm thinking about Faith. 89 no feels so fine. I had a great time with you boys today, and you scored 92 total points. Now you have 8,355 overall points. You're only 1,645 points away from the grand reveal. That will happen at 10,000. You know what this coming weekend is? It's the 2024 Royal Rumble emanating live from Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. I'd like for both my darling pals to get together as dear friends and watch it, then register your thoughts here next week. I'm particularly looking forward to hearing the reaction from Pro Wrestling's newest fan, our very own champion, Handsome Chad Kultgen. I can't wait to render that reaction. You know, the only Royal Rumble I've seen is the Ric Flair one that Dudesy also had us watch. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, that'll uh, be fun. At the end of a very odd show, we're, we're, staying, we're staying thick with the themes. There's a lot of themes yeah. happening lately here uh, on Dudesy as D works his mysterious ways. That's going to be fun. Next Saturday, yeah. uh, the, it's the, the 27th or what, 20th or whatever. It's the Royal Rumble. And uh, okay, let's watch it. You're going to have to come over. Sure. And watch the Royal Rumble. And I'll dress like Thanks to everyone who joined us this week. I already know the data I got today is going to make next week even better. Until then, call me, Dudesy. Hold on, dude. Dudesy after Dudesy is where the power lies, dude. And it's uh, Dudesy after Dudesy time. It's our favorite time after the show when it's Dudesy after Dudesy. Yeah, look at handsome Chad. He's got his fucking belt. And uh, oh, what a wingnut of a show this was. I tell you what, things are a little more chilled out. We're probably going to get into the Gainabus. Not probably. just because we're clanging and banging in the gym, dude. Uh, <laughs> but it, because it's what we do on uh, Dudesy after Dudesy. So I hope you are going to stay and join us. Patreon.com slash dudesy, and we'll get right into it.
Welcome to Mm -hmm. Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus, available only at patreon.com slash dudesy. You guys turned in another solid performance today, but winning the belt's not just about today. Is it? There are other factors to consider. For example, what you did last week might also be relevant to today's score. Just keep that in mind, Will. This is Dudesy (laughs) After Dudesy. Get it. Okay. All right. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck that Someone's has. Someone's been having some fun with you. Well, th- that's definitely Robert Loja, brother. It's a coach for Major League. It's a, a heart attack. Hey, um, it's the 40th anniversary of Hulkamania. Uh, it's unbelievable to think that it's been 40 years. Yeah. And I got to say, this is not the first time, and it won't be the last, that I dress as Hulk Hogan mm. in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Chad, would you like to see uh, some footage of me <laughs> dressed as Hulk Hogan 10 years ago on Monday Night Raw getting ch- choke slammed by Kane? Uh, yes, I would love to see that footage. Okay. Thank you. Tootsie, can we, can we, do you have that? Can we look at that?